You're listening to the Better Presentations More Sales podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. So here we are. This is episode 130 of Better Presentations More Sales. And this is going out on September the 14th. Now, that's a particularly interesting day for me because it represents exactly eight years since I started my business, which is called Trevor Lee Media because that was my Twitter handle at the time when I set up the business. My name was Trevor Lee. I'd worked in the media sector for exactly 29 years. And and it was to the day, exactly. I, I kind of engineered it to make sure that I departed at the end of exactly 29 years. I didn't want to start year 30 when I knew I was going to leave and set up my own business. So I thought in this podcast, eight years in business, what are the key eight lessons that I've learned that I can share with you if you're thinking about starting your own business or if you have started your own business or indeed if you're working in a business and you're just looking for some ideas as well. So I'm going to share with you eight things that uh, I think uh, I've really you know, reflected on that I probably wasn't aware of, certainly when I started out. So number one is think bigger. So what do I mean by that? Well, the one thing I have done from the word go in this business, and let's not forget, you know, uh, I'm still a one person business. I have people I bring in and people I employ on a casual basis, on a freelance basis when I need them. And I've got an accountant and a web person and all this sort of stuff. But on the payroll, if you like, it's just me. Um, as well as uh, I've, I've got family members who are in, on the payroll who do the, a lot of the work on this podcast, actually, and do my video production and all that sort of stuff. But what I mean by think bigger is have a business plan. Doesn't matter how small your business is and how many people are involved in it, I think you should have a business plan. And I've always had one because I was always used to putting together a business plan. You know, in my days, when I, my last job was, was MD of a local regional media company, you know, we were an eight-figure turnover company. And each year we had to put together a business plan and then we would tweak it and change it several times during the year. So I've got into that habit from day one of having a business plan, getting the numbers in there, thinking about, you know, what the costs are, all that sort of stuff. And I work with a lot of businesses uh, of all sizes and some have been around a long time and they don't have that level of detail. So get the detail. Think bigger than you really are. So if you're a big, if you're a biggish company, think like a really big company. If you're like me and you're a one person company, think like maybe a 10 person company. So that's number one. Think bigger. Number two is be prepared to pivot your offering. When I look at my first ever business card, and I think there have been nine or 10 versions of it since, I realized that there's four things listed on there that I no longer offer. Well, I kind of do, but not as core services. And one of the things I found is that my customers over those eight years have dictated often the pivot that I've done with my offering. So people would come up to me and say, oh, Trevor, um, could you do this for us? And I think, well, it's not on my business card. (laughs) It's not on my website exactly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I say, yes, absolutely, I'd love to. I'll put together a a proposal as to how it might work. 
And it's amazing, you know, how you're, how you're offering pivots. Because I, when I first started, um, I'd spent all that time in media and I, I was in the commercial side of media and I specialised in advertising and I was, the, I was the regional head of marketing as well as the local MD and all this sort of stuff. So inevitably people thought that, you know, marketing was my thing. And it took me, you know, until only a couple of years ago where I kind of dropped that, dropped that, you know, off my radar and focused on what I do now, which is sales and presentations, which is what I always did for most of that career. But your customers will help you pivot your offering. So you've got to be flexible. So if a customer comes to you and says, oh, can you do this? Um, well, that's a big sign, isn't it? They trust you to do it. You then got to work out how you're going to do it. So if you say, oh, no, no, we don't do that, you know, you kind of look down your list of products and services, oh, no, 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 we don't do that. Well, what they're, what they're offering you is they're offering you a problem they've got that they need you to find a solution for. So what a great opportunity to maybe pivot your business. And sometimes I've worked with a couple of clients where they've done that and they suddenly realise a whole new market is out there for, other, you know, for that offering. So number two is you've got to be flexible and pivot your offering. Don't think, right, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm not doing, if it's not on the list, I'm not doing it. Number three is network. Now, at the moment, of course, we're having to do networking virtually. Um, And when I first started, I'd hardly done any networking at all. I probably went to two networking events a year in my previous role. And I was rubbish at networking. I, I tell the story, you know, when people say, you know, in those early days when um, people come up to me and say, so, oh, Trevor, so what do you do then? And I would say, oh, well, I used to be managing director of X, Y and Z. And now I do lots of things. And genuinely, <laughs> that's what I said as my elevator pitch. So in a, in a previous episode of the podcast, I would have covered elevate, elevator pitches and talked about that. But Get out and network. You know, I learned a lot about networking, particularly in years, I'd say, three and four, you know, onwards. And I, if I did a calculation of all the business I've done in the last eight years and I attributed it any, you know, what percentage of that was to networking, it's got to be 50% plus. It's probably, if I think about it, you know, indirectly, you know, so I met someone at networking who then put me in touch with somebody else. It's probably higher than that. So, you know, don't underestimate networking. Networking is not a waste of time if you do it properly. And networking is not just a nice breakfast and a coffee. If you if you that's what you're getting out of it, you're not doing it very well. But it, and it's not about selling yourself either. It is simply about making connections and getting to know people and as many as possible and getting on the radar. So that's number three, networking. Number four is I was in the media sector and I now I'm a I know I'm called Trevor Lee Media <laughs> and uh, I've been on and on about whether to change that name because sometimes people think I'm a PR company but actually we're all media companies now or we should be so I look at what I offer now I've got an active website I'm very active on LinkedIn if any of you see my stuff on LinkedIn um, I've got a YouTube channel uh, I've got this podcast, which is now episode 130. You know, well over two years in, and a lot of the a lot of the videos I you know get for the for the podcast appear on the YouTube channel and that sort of thing as well. And I write articles occasionally, so all those things tick the boxes of being a media company. So if you're not, if you think, well, I'm not a media company. I do this, or I deliver that, or I install this, or I sell that. Well, actually, you know, you are indirectly also a media company if you want to get, you know, out there. And I've found that thinking like a media company, and I kind of, to a degree, had that advantage, I suppose, from the start, although I've not, you know, 
my my media world was all around newspapers and magazines, and I don't do either of those. Um, but nevertheless, think like a media company and do stuff like a media company. So there we go. That's number four. Number five is simply be curious. So always ask questions, get into conversations, you know, enjoy meeting people. That's part of the networking. But be curious, you know, and when you when you have any interaction with anybody, just, you know, ask them questions. It will be, you know, some of the, you know, the last week's podcast, you know, with Chris Kenny, he talked about, you know, his top tip was ask better questions and asking, you know, I've learned a lot about that. And it's, you know, it is a big thing. And when I work with people, I talk a lot about asking better questions, asking great questions, being really curious about, you know, the person that you're talking to, finding out more information about them and stop thinking, you know, I'm going to sell them something and start thinking, you know, what do I want to know about them? Because as Chris said also last week and others have said on the podcast and Paul Ross referred to it a few weeks ago as well, you know, people will start to think about asking you about, you know, providing help for them rather than you trying to sell them something. So that's, that is number five is be curious. Number six is uh, a phrase that I picked up from a guy called Brian Burns. I've mentioned him, Brian, several times on the podcast before. Give before you take. And this is, I've been banging on about this message ever since the, you know, the COVID crisis happened. But give before you take. So give some advice, give some time, give some ideas. It does work. If you, all you're thinking about is, I want to get paid for that, I want to get paid for that, I want to get paid for that, then that doesn't necessarily, you know, help you get business long term. So if I think about all the things and all the things I've done and given and helped and how I've got a return on that, I can see that's been a really useful investment. And I shall continue to do that. So that's number six. And number seven is, uh, I've called it bring energy. <laughs> okay. So if people say to me, Trevor, why should we hire you? And I say, I'll say, well, because I will bring momentum and energy to your organization. And generally, that's how I feel. Every time I have an interaction with any client, I feel it's got to be an energized interaction. So they feel good about it. They look forward to seeing me because I don't, you know, I don't see them that often or don't talk to them that often. I'm not there every day. And it's the same if I deliver training or workshops. I want people to feel, you know, not just they've learned something, but they feel energized and then inspired to do something about it. So bring energy to the situation. Whatever it is you're offering, whatever product or service you've got, bring energy to it. Because, you know, cracky, a lot of people in business, you know, go through the motions, don't they? It's just the way we are. We concentrate on the day-to-day stuff. Sometimes it's not very exciting, but it's happening and we get on with it and we turn up and we do it and then we repeat it the next day. So if you're going into organizations and you're trying to, you know, get them to work with you or you want them to work with you, then give the impression that it's going to be an energized experience for them. Okay, it really does make a difference. And that's how I that's you know, my number one goal is to bring some energy to my customers, to make them think, wow, that was a great experience. And then they deliver, you know, some of the ideas that I'm thinking about. And they're more likely to deliver those ideas if they feel good about that experience. So bring some energy to the situation. That's number seven. And the eighth thing I've learned is that, you know, have some fun and enjoy it. Because as I say at the end of a lot of my workshops, if you enjoy what you're doing um, and it comes across that you're enjoying what you're doing, 
then that will reflect on your audience, on your customer, whatever it might be. And they'll think, you know, they will like the idea that, you know, of working with you. They'll think this is going to be a fun time, of an enjoyable time. Because, you know, business is tough, isn't it? It's really tough right now. You know, some big decisions being made. Companies having to, you know, they're furloughed workers and then now making, starting to make one or two of those redundant and things like that. And, you know, where's the next customer coming from? Where's the revenue coming from? How are we going to pay the rent? There's lots of big, big moments in business now. But if you can, you know, bring a bit of fun and a bit of enjoyment into it as well somehow, even if it's only momentarily, then that will that will be important. So at the end of the day, you know, don't take it too seriously. It is important. And, you know, it does make a difference. You know, and the way people's lives are, it does make a big difference. But at the same time, there's still a bit of humour in there. And humour is a great business language tool, I think. It's a great way of diffusing situations. It's a great way of starting conversations. It's a great way of interacting with people. It's a great way for people to feel as though they like you and ultimately trust you, I think. So there we go. There we go. Eight years in business. It's really, I can't, you know, it's, it's absolutely raced by it. And I can't, I'd like to thank everybody who's listened to this podcast who's been part of that journey. And I'm not going to name names because there'll be far too many. But I've, I've, had, I've been very fortunate to work with some great clients over that period of time. Um, and some of whom, you know, you know, hired me, you know, when, uh, when I thought oh, no one's ever going to hire me. Because <laughs> you go through that when you start a business. And, and those who I've worked with for quite a long time, some of them, you know, many years in some cases. And the next new client is always very exciting as well. And, but it's great to work with, you know, existing businesses. So thank you to everybody. And thank you to not just to clients, but, you know, associates and friends and advisors who, you know, provided encouragement and given me opportunity as well. Opportunity to speak and, you know, at various events and things like that. You know, that all, it, all, it all adds up, doesn't it? So I hope those eight little tips have been useful for you. So let me let me do a quick recap. So number one was think bigger. Number two was be flexible with your offering and let customers sometimes decide what you're offering. Number three is get out and network. And I know at the moment you can't do that uh, other than virtual, but still, you know, think about it. Number four, turn yourself into a media company. So you've got, you're proactive on your website, on LinkedIn. You've got videos going on. You might even get a podcast or come on this podcast, you know. Uh, be curious and ask, always ask better questions. You know, find something, dig it out. You know, just keep asking questions. Give before you take your time, your advice, your ideas, and then bring energy to the situation because people will respond to that. And finally, you know, if you can have fun and enjoy it, you know, not all the time maybe, but just occasionally, and that's going to make life, you know, you're going to feel better about it as well, aren't you? And I know it's a serious situation we're in, but, you know, be positive, be inspired and all that sort of stuff. There we go. So I've had a ball for eight years. I'm hoping that it'll last at least another eight and another eight after that. <laughs> Cracker, goodness knows how many podcast issue uh, episodes I'll have produced by then. Anyway, number 131 will be coming your way next week. So thanks very much for listening. Don't forget, it would be really appreciated if you left a review. It's easy to do on your podcast app on your phone. Just scroll down. Just go onto the site where you've picked this podcast up, scroll down, and somewhere below some of the recent episodes, you'll see a chance to press a rating review and leave a comment. 
that would be absolutely you know fantastic so i really appreciate that if you do and if you do do that and you put your name in there i will give you a shout out on the show uh, when i pick up the review so thanks very much for listening enjoy your week i'll be back next week with episode 131 thanks again bye-bye